0: Hello everybody, welcome to GPX episode 3 and um, I'll be your host uh, Nat for today and uh, with me we have some of the greatest minds that uh, the human race has ever produced in terms of um, gaming knowledge, gaming repertoire, gaming skills, everything to do with gaming and we also have me as well. I I, am there (laughs) as well. So uh welcome. As as I said, I've been Nat. The other person is Tony. Tony. He's over there. And the other person is Asan. He's the (laughs) third person.
1: (laughs) He's the third person. (laughs) I am the third person. Yeah, that's right.
0: And I think uh today we're gonna be talking about uh our games of the year. Well, first of all, our game of the year uh, that'll also be in a separate video, so look forward to that. But uh, we'll just be talking about games that we played during the year, games that we liked during the year, and uh, yeah, stuff that we enjoyed during
2: this year. Yeah. yeah, I think we should. I think we should clarify that it's not necessarily. Well, only one of us, I think, has a game that's from this year, and we're just doing. More so not our game of the year, but it's just a kind of a easier way to say the best game that we played this year, not necessarily from this year, although it could be yeah, that's a that's Tony with the disclaimer there,
0: so um, don't sue us over semantics because we've just put out <laughs> a disclaimer and everything is fine. Yeah, so I don't have anything
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, I was nodding on, uh, like, yeah, a lot of game of the year uh, awards are given to like stuff that's come out this year, and you see the same sentiment. Uh, I thought we'd do a podcast within a podcast. Very <laughs> meta, yeah, 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 I know, right? Very meta. <laughs> it's like the Matrix, um, <laughs> the new one, uh, which is terrible. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, no, at least not it. to imply that this is terrible. Yeah, this is good. This, this is fantastic. This is on on. No, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of I guess gaming journalists or or streamers complain about a huge backlog of games that they have, and they feel like nobody seems to ever get through it. There are people out there; they're like, "Man, I didn't play this game," and they just give up on it. Um, Gpx, I mean, one of the things um, I like working with you guys uh, on is it's just the fact that you guys are sincere, and you play stuff that normally people would just play for 5 10 minutes and be like oh you know what i got to play the next new release uh we're not we're not crazy on the new sports games that come out uh even though i do play fifa occasionally uh, i've played uh you know the nba live games and whatever but uh, we're not all about call of duty here uh either so it's not like battlefield or call of duty comes out we're like yes we need to cover that uh we want to play the other games that we enjoy and some of the stuff that we enjoy uh didn't come out this year it came out uh a few years back or a decade ago and we just got to or our...
0: in uh 1994,
1: <laughs> yeah. in 1994 right? <laughs> 16 uh, years ago <laughs> yeah uh i i picked a game that i i really jive well with and uh we all didn't decide on one game uh I think with our podcast, yeah, we, we can announce three games, three games that we, we like the most uh, and why they were great. Uh, and, and it's kind of filling in a gap to, for people uh, to sort of appreciate. So if you have a backlog and you have one of these games in there, maybe consider playing that. Uh, if you have one of these new games that we're talking about, maybe play that. Uh, if you want a game that's been out for a bit, Uh, Is not entirely new. Uh, Nat's got you covered on that one too. So yeah, that's it. Please, please continue on.
0: Um, So uh, I'm assuming we're going to talk about our game of the year a little bit first and then go into just other games that we enjoyed. But um, as I did say at the beginning, um, excuse me, as I did say in the beginning, uh, we are going to cover our individual game of the year each of our individual game of the years for us like the game that we enjoyed the most this year in another video so yeah. uh in terms of like we won't be necessarily reviewing it we'll just be saying that we really liked it um and uh so who wants to start uh do you want me to go first or who's keen? Go to first go?
2: mr host it's all you uh,
0: yeah i'm the host with the least and i'll go first. <clears throat> the uh, host who <throat> can boast the most
1: roast. <laughs> oh i'm good at roasts yeah um
0: but uh yeah my game of the year uh was crosscode so the best game for me um that i played this year was crosscode i really enjoyed it it's like a 2d pixel action rpg with some platforming elements um and the art style is done really well um it looks really cool and um It's just everything that you want. It's got exploration, it's got like dungeons, and they're all Zelda style, like incremental puzzle difficulty. The combat's really smooth and sleek. And um, yeah, the story is really all done. Um, I think the point that stands out to me the most is the quests. So, like, um, a lot of the quests are like completely subverted. So, you start off and you think it's just an ordinary fetch quest, and then you're down this random ass rabbit hole where you have no idea what the hell is going on, but it's exciting and you want to get to the bottom of it. Yeah. So that was my game of the year. It was really good.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's interesting. No, tell us, well, why did you pick CrossCode? When was, when did you actually play this game?
0: I think I started playing it um, kind of mid start of this year, probably around April. Um, And yeah, I just like kind of fell in love with it, and I just really enjoyed it and it was like super addictive and the combat's like really accessible, um, but still is like really like flashy and cool. Um, And yeah, it's not like, it's not too hard to pick up and play, but it's balanced enough that it's always going to challenge you. And like a lot of that is part, a lot of that is split between both puzzles and combat as well. So. It is a really, really fun game. Yeah. And you see it, obviously, it's on the sunscreen there, the footage of the game.
1: So, Sorry, it's a bit jaggy. You're trying to figure <laughs> out <I don't> <laughs> the smoothest. <clears throat> I mean, when I look at this game, it just, uh, it reminds me of like, I don't know, there's so many things. It's like a little bit retro. And it, and it came out last year, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I
0: think it was like completed in 2008. 19 or 18 it was yeah. it was like uh, early access for a long long time on yeah. steam and i was holding out i was gonna like i was i've been watching it since it's been on early access but i was holding out to play it until it's finished yeah because like uh i just don't like I'd, I'd hate to like play the like half the game or like a quarter of the game in early access and be like oh crap i just want to play more and then mm, i'm yeah. just like feeding myself like drip feeding myself bits and bits like mm-hmm. I just want to play the whole thing so yeah and then I I'm glad I did wait because it's like it's really it's fantastic yeah it's really really good so yeah
1: why'd you like uh if I can ask you like what's the closest comparison to um a game you could think of somebody who's never played crosscode
0: mm-hmm. uh, I would...
1: suppose like it <clears throat> has
0: elements of uh top-down Zelda um but it is much faster than that. Um, yeah. So in terms of like action elements, I guess, what's a game that's kind of similar?
2: Is this like Enter yeah. the Gungeon type crazy? Yeah that's, type. Type. yeah, that's a vibe I'm getting. Yeah, Which it I has a bit of Enter like. the Gungeon, but like
0: not, not a massive amount. Like Enter the Gungeon is designed to be like, obviously rogue, roguelite, um, and just like throw a shit ton of stuff at you. But this game um does that, but it always gives you like an opportunity to like uh get through it like there's always like points where you can um like figure out a way to fight a certain enemy or um like and it's not like once you die like it has a really good really like kind i suppose death curve so you just restart at the next the last checkpoint and you just go ahead and try again um how many
1: hours have you like divulged into this game
0: i've uh i've put in um like 70 plus hours um holy geez, with man. the dlc so yeah um that's like going like that's like doing every side quest and the full dlc as well so yeah yeah Oof. um yeah Pretty and good. that's another thing like that's another thing i love about like some rpgs is that it's a good uh it's a good time sync like if you really enjoy being able to get into a game for a while um then yeah definitely enjoy
1: this one so if you're a fan of like uh, link's awakening one of those 2d um or isometric perspective zeldas or rpgs golden yeah, yeah. sun They're even right it has that, yeah, that to it. yeah yeah yeah
0: but um yeah i can't like i can't quite think of like uh how the combat translates in to other games like yeah so it's, it's... very unique yeah, it's quite unique, but I I wouldn't say like it's like they're the first people to ever do it, um. But yeah, it is. It does feel unique because you're thinking when you play it, you're thinking, oh, this is just a really wicked looking, like regular RPG where the battles are yeah. turn based and stuff. And then you get down to it, and you're like, holy shit, this combat is like so fluid, and I'm like running around the map and stuff, and like doing all this crazy shit. And so yeah, it's yeah.
2: like if Xenoblade was top down. Pretty much, yeah, 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 in a sense, Damn. yeah. Without On getting screen. into
1: any spoilers, is there anything in particular about this game uh, that really fascinated you?
0: Um, I guess, like, uh, just the um, the puzzles actually uh quite fascinated me a lot because, like, you find a puzzle and you're like, how the hell am I going to solve this? And then you eventually kind of see, like, you kind of put the pieces together in your head, and you're like, "Oh, okay, I need to use this skill, followed by this skill, followed by this skill, followed by this skill." And That's like, like a the way Tron that,
1: vibe to it, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah,
0: yeah. It's like the way that, um, like the puzzles, like the skills that you use for combat are also some of the skills that you use for puzzles. So oh. like the way that they kind of seamlessly mesh together, um, really works. And like there's like a an element system, so. You have multiple elements that you choose from. And each element, obviously, is handy in a different situation um, and stuff like that. So,
2: yeah.
1: Cool. Yeah. It's That's Nat's different... game of the year. I love
2: well, it. It's interesting. It's been around in development for nine nine years at this point. Or it mm. started nine, nine years Nine
1: years? Are you kidding me?
2: Yeah. I mean, no, it's no. fully released now, right, on everything. Mm. But it yeah, started... Yeah. Twenty twelve is a crowdfunding project on Indiegogo.
1: Jeez, man.
2: Yeah. So it's pretty it's pretty exciting. It's supposed to be on the Wii U, I guess. Was it on the Wii U?
0: I don't think so. I think they just released it on the Switch. Like like this year something else. Or like sorry, last year. No, no, maybe this 20 late late 2020 or early 2021. Was on
1: the switch. Mm. Yeah. Okay, Putting up a so... review of it because it's like I want to see some more footage, mm-hmm. and I like these guys switch up. They're like a, a bunch of lads from uh, the UK. It was just they're just such good vibes, such a cool channel. Yeah, it looks really really interesting. I like the art style. Uh, I'm not normally a fan of this kind of art style, but somehow I don't know what it is. It's it's not overtly anime style. Like I hate it when like a Western studio does like an anime take, Mm. but this isn't. It just has a different vibe. I don't know. It's like dialogue trees in there, man. What the hell? (laughs) A lot of conversations happening.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's like obviously most of the conversation takes place in the story, but yeah, like the character themselves like the main character is a mute, so like it's just everyone else talking to you, <laughs> um, which in in a way is like helps you like uh, like get inside the character, I guess, like and just really like enjoy just being character, and then you can just judge all the other characters for being dicks or whatever. But uh, like, is it yeah, is it yeah. is it
2: like uh, Zelda where? <laughs> <clears throat> it's done on purpose and Link is just like a, he's just a a wall that people talk to, or is it like done as a joke that the characters? No, no, immune? there's like,
0: there's actually like a, a, a story reason given like her, um, yeah, like her like avatar, the the avatar that she uses doesn't have a speech module. Um, so it's like, yeah, um, there's a proper story given to it and stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Interesting. Damn man. Very interesting. I like it.
2: Yeah. Any other questions, Sony? That's a that's a I level. know
1: 700. But I mean it's not that much compared to how much he's put in, in firearm. Yeah.
2: That's true. That's yeah.
1: like the two percent of firearm. <laughs> that is about that is
2: a that is probably ten percent of the time if we're yeah. being if we're being generous to the we yeah, yep.
1: we'll be really generous. So apparently, yeah,
2: I've played uh, I
0: played that game longer than you guys have been alive. So, <laughs> exactly. It's not, it's not apparently, <laughs> I got my switch here right now. We'll check.
2: we'll check the official.
1: Should we check the official hours? It a yeah, it's like six hundred or something, isn't it?
0: It's close. It's like close to five hundred plus. I think. Yeah. Jeez, yeah. man. no
1: my, why didn't you just get into Monster Hunter? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. It's funny you say that. The guy I used to work with, he's currently playing Monster Hunter. He has probably... Oh my gosh. He's probably got... Yep. Yeah, he's got over 700 hours on Monster Hunter. Jeez, on two different man. games. That's insane. Uh, but don't you fear, Nat has uh, 110 hours in cross code Over. Jeez. Pretty, good. It's pretty. What good. are we talking? You. You have 110 hours on cross code.
0: Oh, nice. That's nice. Yeah. I think so a lot of that, was like,
1: You being humble. I can
0: never I can never judge, like... uh, Because sometimes, like, I think when you press the home menu and yeah. it says it's still playing,
1: then it maybe counts your hours, too. Mm. I like no. the tree progression code. Like, it looks like a little bit of Final Fantasy in there. Yeah, the skill tree is pretty wicked. yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: I was going to say, you've been playing so many games more than Fire Emblem. It doesn't even show up anymore. Yeah. <laughs> he knew this was happening. He's like, oh, I shouldn't play that anymore. I should, yeah, fun I, should
0: uh, I should, get up to get get through my backlog and just bury the Fire Emblem members. No, oh, one will ever know.
2: Let yeah. me get 800 hours on another game now.
0: <laughs> It'll be a secret loss to time and space.
1: Yeah. So a game from last year or in, in recent times CrossCode, uh, uh, a good candidate for Game of the Year, and, and actually, your Game of the Year. Uh, yeah. I, I like it a lot. And considering you're the guy that plays most of the RPGs in our group, I'm very intrigued. This has to be something special for you to give it to this, and not Fire Emblem again, <laughs> or Final Fantasy 7. <laughs> I mean, Final Fantasy 12, the Zodiac Age, <laughs> or the multitude of other games that you play on a daily basis. So... <laughs> There should be something. There, I do there have a job. Paid. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> <laughs> I, I like GPX it. GPX like the it.
2: stream coming soon. Yeah, <laughs> that's my that's my new and job.
1: It's, yeah. it's, just, it's just Matt playing all, all day long. I like it. Uh, I tell you I'm just go gonna next. go get some Cheetos, guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: Okay, so my game of the year was an old one from 16 years ago. But... He's playing
1: World of Warships right now. That's not his game of the year. How That's did a you stupid know? ad.
2: <laughs> How did you know that the game I of the year? No, Sonic Rush. And This game was a lot of fun. Uh... Sorry, guys. Our, our Zoom thing is going to cut off in 10 minutes just so you know. Mm-hmm. They're not being kind to
1: us. Oh, damn. We'll oh, crap. Out. I should have I bought it
2: we'll do it next time but Uh, anyways yeah so my game of the year was sonic rush and so i'm doing a bunch of uh reviews on sonic and this was one of the games i wasn't going to play it because i i haven't played it until this year and i was just going to let it go but i was like well it's it's made by the by dimps and they did Sonic Advance, one, two, three. And so this was their, I guess, spiritual successor to those games. It's more simplified. You only play as Sonic and a new character plays the cat. But as you can see in the footage in the background, yeah, those shifts between the screens would be Sonic going up and down between the top screen and the bottom screen of the DS.
1: It's a nice little
2: mechanic. It adds to the sort of speed and the atmosphere of the game, I think. And it's kind of a unique feature. Yeah, unfortunately yeah. this is probably keeping it from being re-released because i think if you take that gimmick away it does take a little bit away from the game but it does have the the boosting this was the first time sonic could boost like that in a game and just the whole vibe is it's awesome it feels like sonic- very
1: yeah 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 he, he's so, dancing
2: uh, there, right? He's kind yeah, of yeah. getting his groove on. The music is... I mean, you need the soundtrack to really uh, enjoy it, uh, I think. And uh, the, the guy who did the soundtrack was the guy who did Jet Set Radio. So...
1: Ooh! I love Jet Set Radio. So...
2: I'll like uh, oh, go on. Keep going. No, we are going to say? Sorry.
0: Uh, I feel like now that we're talking about soundtracks, we should just overlap music from each game in the editing process (laughs) stay tuned yeah
1: yeah. you can i can turn up the volume
2: (laughs) no it's good it's i I like the special stage theme actually and it's it's funny yeah like when you do like when you get your results screen or whatever sonic like does a dance and stuff and it's got this whole like you know funky vibe to the whole thing Uh, if you've ever played the jet set radio games it's yeah it's uh it's pretty it's good stuff Oh, I liked it a lot. Uh, I mean, this here—he's using the touch screen. I mean, they don't really have a lot of touchscreen gimmicks in the game, which I prefer. I don't like when a game solely relies on the touch screen. Yeah, so it's got a—it's got a good mix of control and gimmick, and I think it, yeah, it uh, balances it out
1: pretty well. You got a pretty, uh, and I do too. You got a pretty extensive backlog of games. What makes this game like a game of the year type of a? Ka- game for you like why why this and why not uh sonic heroes or something else sonic heroes is always the game of the year
2: (laughs) no i mean i mean one i've already played sonic heroes uh so i'm not definitely not giving that game of the year no it's it's you ever just play a game I, i don't know there's games i feel like i play now and i play it and it's like okay i'm playing this game it's fun but you ever play a yeah. game and you're just like, wow, this is fun. Oh, wow. It's been three hours. Uh-oh. Where'd the time go? This was yeah. one of those games for sure. I think you kind of just get into it. It's not easy. It's not like overly difficult either, but it's yeah. that right mix where if you just play it, you're just going to get, sucked in i guess just because the not not so much because like the story's amazing or anything of course not it's just it's it's basic but it's the the pace of the game is very fast um and and that seems obvious because it's sonic right (laughs) but they're not all like that you know there are some games sorry there are some games where the uh the pacing is not so fast And they slow you down on purpose. But this game, it just feels like every level they're throwing you forward. Just the way Sonic even starts, he starts running off. So it's it's always trying to push you forward.
1: Like, almost every level is like that. I mean, it feels like a precursor to what eventually would become one of the best-selling new Sonic games, Sonic Mania, right? It, It has this vibe of, like, being... What a Sonic game should be, which is two D and fast.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's the, it's it's pretty different from Mania, but it does have like it has a unique vibe, which is why I I liked it a lot. And it doesn't try to, it doesn't feel like it's rehashing the the Genesis games. It's actually trying to be something different in a good way. Yeah, which is which is why it's. Good. I mean, I like Mania. But it is heavily based on those those old games, whereas this is like, OK, well, let's just try to do something different. Let's try to, you know, add this boost in let's add these this trick system. in. you can see he's got a meter on the left side and that's yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much you get points and that helps you boost. And it's no, it's a, it's a good system. Uh, it's kind of I think this would have been kind of neat to stick with actually with when they do three uh, d sonic games, and they do those three d two d transitions, but yeah, for some reason, they just they never really stuck with this uh, formula.
1: That looks beautiful. Yeah, um, right. So the moment you played it, you're like, "This is it, my game of the year. This is what I'm investing seventy plus hours. in <laughs>
2: I mean, it's not 70 plus hours. I beat this pretty quick. I, no, I mean, it wasn't like, wow, this is the best game I played all year. I wasn't like thinking that at the time, but yeah, I was like, this is definitely like the, it's it's like a sleeper hit almost in a yeah. way, you know, it's kind of like, wow, this was, yeah. If I compare this to every other game I played this year. Yeah. This is at least new games. Anyway, like this is probably the best one. I think Um, just in terms of I was very surprised at how fun it was. First of all.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Because I I was like, well, there's a section of the Sonic fan base on the Internet. I think anyone who's into the games knows this, that they uh, you're smiling. I don't think I'm not going to say what you think I'm going to say. But no, there is no. There's a section that they 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 hate the advanced games. They hate the dimps games. There's lots of memes, the boost pads everywhere, and like the original games are these these holy grails. And you know that's that's fine. I and I love the original games too. Uh, but I I that's why I think you know I've I've seen that before. So I kind of went into this game like, oh okay, well what's it what's it gonna be like? Is it gonna be one of those like just boost pads everywhere? And I thought, well. I mean, why is that even a bad thing? It's fun.
1: Dude, I'm amazed you know, that this boss fight looks pretty fun.
2: Yeah, the boss fights are good. Um, the thing is, it's one of those games that can be challenging at first. Once you get the hang of it, of course, it gets easier. But I think that's where the that's where the playability comes in. Um, again, like other Sonic games, you know, you you struggle with it. But then once you figure it out, it kind of gets a little easier. Yeah, or much easier. Sometimes it's not always a good thing, but.
1: How do you feel about the art style? Because I, I, I haven't seen anything like this in any Sonic game.
2: Yeah, it's weird because it's going for like that 2D, 3D kind of like cell shaded look. No, I like it. It's uh, it's good. It gives me. Um, I was going to say it fits, it fits the game. Yeah, it fits the style, I think. It's a very uh...
1: Jet Set Radio vibe too, right?
2: Yeah, it's just it's a bummer that they probably won't ever make a game like this again. I think it, maybe it was part of uh the, the software limitations and stuff. Yeah. Which is why they kind of went for that, but I couldn't I couldn't see them doing that nowadays, which is uh which is a bummer. Yeah, I totally want to play it on
1: DS now. Yeah, dude. I mean, it has, it embodies, like, just from an observer, it, uh, it embodies, like, this thing that I think Sega was really good at, which is having these 3D models not look amazingly perfect, but the performance. Like, I remember seeing Virtual Fighter. I remember seeing uh, Sega Rally. All of these games ran very smoothly. And this is smooth. It, it mm. looks great. It has this chunky three D art style that's not really. It doesn't change things. It is Sonic. It looks exactly like Sonic, but it's still a little different.
2: Sure, definitely. Yeah, it's uh, it does feel different, definitely, when you kind of played the first time. I mean, when they do the cutscenes in be- in between, you're like, okay, yeah, this is this is Sonic, of course. Like there. <laughs> Right. Or they'll do they'll do bits where it's in 2D or whatever, and it's it's fine, but like there's like, dancing. Just like,
1: just <laughs> <pretty>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's fun, I like it. It's no, it's a good game. I, I recommend <clears throat> it. It's not nothing too hard and, and Blaze is a good um second character too. I mean her, her levels are pretty much the same as Sonic's, but it's uh no, it's good. It's uh, it's a lot of fun. I definitely Tales recommend is it
1: in this. Oh, my God. Tails is in this game. He wow. is. Believe it or not, he
2: acts as a supporting character to help you on your journey. It's fantastic. That's Radical. how he should be. <laughs> no, you dude, I love Tails. I um. I do like Tails. I, I don't like this relegation of Sonic characters that they've done where they're just kind of there to be there in the story. Like Knuckles is in this game. There's one thing this game does heinously wrong, quite heinous I might say. Is Knuckles shows up for like literally two seconds, like Blaze beats him up and then that's it. You can't you and can't beat down Knuckles. A, that's great.
1: He gets emasculated.
0: I mean, that's just, his whole shtick is getting emasculated. Like yeah. you gotta make him get emasculated again. Yeah.
2: I, I, I well, it's not even like in like a cut scene or anything it's like a small like little dialogue scene that, you know where it's like rushes forward pow boom ugh, and I'm like ugh. how are you gonna do that to my guy damn so that was the one complaint you had about the new game that was the biggest complaint I had about the game yes and and I do wish um, so Sonic here has special stages which is pretty neat um I wish Blaze had special stages too. her story's a little bit easier. And in, in the fact that she gets her Emeralds just through story progression. So I think uh, I, maybe it would have just been too hard to have them both do something. But I think it was a good chance. It could have been a good chance for them to do something unique for her okay. instead of just doing the half pipe, which this half pipe was fun. Usually this has been done to death too, but with the stylus, it makes it uh, actually enjoyable. It, it looks really, really fun. I like half it. bats are usually a bit of a slog. So...
0: <laughs> I just I gotta I gotta put in my nine to five at the half pipe honey. <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: pretty much that's like every Sonic game. It's like, well, we need a special stage. Half pipe. Oh yeah, but we've done that like 20 times. I know, but this time just put another half pipe different. on top of the first
0: half pipe. And we'll call it a full pipe. Yeah. That is We're that kind of is what they do.
2: That's that's what they do in Sonic 4 episode 2, actually. <laughs> oh, I see what you mean. You mean like it like a full pipe? Okay. No, Sonic Sonic 4 episode 2 does that. You like hit a spring and it just bounces you up to a half pipe above the half pipe. <laughs>
1: I mean, he's skipping out of the half-pipe, too. I I like it. Mm -hmm. So it already seems like within the next special stage, there's a little bit of variation.
2: I mean, it's it's actually really hard because you can't jump unless there's something on the screen that prompts you to jump. So if there's an enemy like that right there, you can jump like that, but you can't do that, like press A, jump. The only way you move is the stylus, so you have to swipe it up to go up and that's how they they fly off the side like that you're not pressing anything you're only moving the pen that's it it's harder than it looks honestly it's it's the first couple ones are easy but oh my gosh six or seven whatever one it was i can't remember one was harder than the other and it
1: was brutal
2: it took me so (laughs) many
1: tries we certainly giving this game it's uh Deserve due because I imagine when it came out on the 3DS, it, it didn't become a game of the year for anybody. Uh, and I mean, you're doing 35 videos for the 30th anniversary. What was it? What was the deal?
2: 30 videos for 30 years
1: of Sanic. No, oh, Sonic. No, Sonic, of course.
2: You know, it's good
1: stuff. And, and so, like, you've played nothing but Sonic games. And for you to, like, give this your game of the year, it it has to be something special.
0: We'd all thought you'd give it, like, give it to some random obscure Mario game just out of spite. Yeah. (laughs) Like, uh, you know what's great? Mario Mario Sunshine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Mario versus
2: Sonic at the Olympic Games. Only when Mario Uh, wins, yeah. That would have been only when Mario wins. That would have been the diplomatic answer, uh, of course.
1: Oh, now uh, i'm frozen can you hear me
2: can you No, uh, oh, uh you're okay but your screen is
0: frozen yeah so the the metaverse is uh has, oh you're has totally stopped.
2: moving so don't do anything i wouldn't Sweet. do i can definitely see okay. you just did the shake shake it so okay. i was gonna say before before my zoom explodes again yeah son do you want to yeah, I'll I'll go Take in. Take it away. Uh, I'm excited so, about this one. The God of War Director's favorite game of the year.
1: <laughs> uh I went for the more traditional route. Uh and my route was like uh I, I'm a huge fan of uh this game that came out and now the video won't play. Uh so it's <laughs> Metroid Dread. Uh that's my game of the year. Uh I absolutely love this. Uh, and, uh, I guess we could talk about what David Jaffe had to say, uh, about Metroid Dread. Uh, I like David Jaffe, but, uh, he's an idiot <laughs> for what he had to say. I mean, he, 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 criticizes he has a good game. opinion, but he's dumb. <laughs> he, you know, it's like, there's a certain thing, like you can be a game designer and a director, but that doesn't mean you're, uh, infallible and every opinion you have is so, revered and, and i mean he shows there's some things that i won't talk about i won't talk about sports games or 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 why it's worth buying it uh, but yeah going into this uh this is my game of the year um the moment i got this uh i just knew it was something special um the first 2d metroid since uh, god knows like metroid other m uh that's that's the one i'm gonna count Uh, We're not counting the handheld ones, even though Fusion is a direct uh, prequel to this, Um, it ends the five Metroid games, so you had Metroid, Metroid 2, Super Metroid, Metroid Fusion, and this would be uh, the finale. Uh, It's just fantastic. Um, The thing, initially, when I first played this game, I I was a little uh, apprehensive, Uh, I didn't know what, what to expect. Um, cause you know, there's this stigma within, within our, uh, industry, um, of gamers and game developers that anything 2d has little to no effort in it. And I think Metroid Dread kind of delivers that, uh, the, with the added, I mean, the performance, this thing runs like butter. It's smooth. Uh, there's a lot of small attention to detail in this game that I could probably spend hours talking about. I'll give you a good example. Like uh, let's say you don't have the Morph Ball ability, ability and you're leaning into a pipe where you can go in, Samus will rest her hand above. Uh, if you have the Morph Ball, she's resting her hand below so she can like quickly jump in. There's small details, like if you're in a lava pit and you're using ice missiles, those missiles don't come out as ice missiles. They'll come out as fire missiles. Uh, there's small, small, small minute details. Creatures in the background would uh, scatter and run away when Samus is there there's a way to hint and actually compel you to go forward and explore this world. It's not a fully open world, uh, but what it is, it's, it's circumstances and your abilities kind of guide you towards where you should be headed next. It's linear. It's not as convoluted or as confusing as you'd imagine, but the game does ask you to pay attention to your surrounding. Uh, where Jaffe got stuck, Uh, was a breakable wall and that's a staple of metroid you know that's like saying uh i didn't know who to shoot in a call of duty game it's like a thing that metro games have and you know you'll have hidden passages hidden walls you should shoot stuff out uh why is this game of the year for me um these guys the emmys these robots were dreadful well, not to use that pun intended, yeah, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. and, and we I were just... the Simpsons. How does it go? How does the
2: bit go? What? In the show, don't they do that? Nat, please help me out here. Which bit? This, the Simpsons, because it's like, and that's why we are the Simpsons or something like that, where they like say, they like try to force the name into. <laughs> Like, you know, like movies always say the thing. I think the yeah, Simpsons is yeah, yeah, yeah. a bit
1: about this. Oh, they do all kinds of horror movies. Vaguely,
0: yeah. I what I they haven't, what
1: haven't they done?
0: And that's why uh, we're the Simpsons.
1: Yeah, Harry, yeah. Simpsons.
2: Or, or like Homer. Homer says something. He's like, that's why I'm the Simpsons or something. There's that bit where he's like... uh where the where the S
0: <coughs> gets knocked off their letterbox and the bears yeah. like racking their house or something, it's like you feel pretty bad for the Eve family. family.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true, that's true. But going I mean, back to, uh, uh, <laughs> back to Dread, what do you mean? Yeah, uh, going back to the dreadful nature of these Emmys. Um, I mean, it, it's very rare that it's it's a delicate balance to have a game where you are supposed to feel really powerful and at the same time vulnerable. Uh, a lot of games can't really balance that. To critique uh, Arkham Knight, uh, you are Batman, but there are moments in the game where like a random thug have to punch him six, seven times before he's down on the ground. Uh, you should be... I, I feel like a game like Ninja Gaiden does that well, where you have this strike, this... Uh, Flying Swallow Strike, that if you nail it, one hit, decapitation, the character's done. Um, Metroid Dread walks that line very well. You are extremely powerful, but these things are, Emmys are like intergalactic planet research vessels. And they happen to be very, very proficient killers. So when you enter their zone, it's just like the dynamic of the game changes immediately. Now it's like a cat and mouse game. And that palpable stress, that tension, it's real. Um, I've died a lot in this game, man. Holy crap. Like the timing to counter them is just so precise. But once you but get like, it, you're- If you get it, yeah. It's just like the greatest thing ever. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I feel that's what the whole game is. It's like, it asks you to invest in it. Uh, invest in the world, invest in the map uh, to really dive in and immerse yourself. And the moment you do and the moment you sort of like things start clicking and you are paying attention, it just, it rewards you, your abilities. uh, It's probably the first Switch game I've had, first party Nintendo game, where I've used the pro controller and almost every button was useful. Almost every, I felt like a bounty hunter, an intergalactic bounty hunter. It it's not simplified. It's not dumbed down in any way, even though it is two D. And the art style, the animation. I could go on and on how the animation in this game probably is better than any other game of the year contender. It's smooth. It's great. uh There's subtle, subtle hints that I, I haven't seen in a game for a long time. It's like sparks on the door when it opens. You know. Just just small, small things that that, that add up. And believe me, I, the review I have for this game, or we're going to do a video game of the year video, it was so hard to concise and make that into two minutes. I, I just said, like, just just give it a shot. Um, the biggest criticism uh, of, any, of any Metro game was um, Metro to Other M. Remember, people were just crapping all over that game and how it depicted Samus as a weak, like... Uh, submissive underling to some like male authority figure and how the dialogue was pedantic and Samus was boring and every one of those criticisms is gone and I'm amazed that the very same people that reviewed Metroid Other M and were had, had criticism for it don't like this game. I'm just amazed because they depicted Samus in a way that I mean, there's no Kotaku article about that. There's nobody at IGN freaking out about that. Uh, they depicted a very strong female character who ends up speaking in an alien language in the game, and it's done so well. Spoilers. I'm sorry, but like whatever, Sam. Whenever she spoke, you're like, holy crap! This is what I expect her to sound like. And uh, it's a very personal story, despite what uh people what it looks like initially there is a very um there's a finale to this game uh that's that's been brewing on for at least two decades um three decades i would say even um yeah it's it's a wonderful wonderful game um it's it asks you to invest in it a lot and once you do uh once you get used to some of the timings uh the precision uh, you're rewarded um, nothing I felt was cheap because the controls are just so precise uh, I remember one of my favorite moments was when we got this Um, Nat and I both had this when we were playing and Nat figured out how to get a, a bonus puzzle in a very unconventional way that was way harder than any strategy guide out there and just for bragging rights I had to do it too otherwise like <laughs> it was like he, can't,
2: he won't let you live it down if you don't do it too <laughs> right yeah
0: i uh I, I solved the puzzle before ign did and they didn't let me submit myself and uh <laughs> so that's why we're in a legal yeah. battle with ign <laughs> <laughs> we'll never be publishing
2: or posting <laughs> right? <on that>
1: website <laughs> um and i i feel like metroid's a franchise that's really handled well when it's not done by uh, nintendo's japanese studios uh as prime has sort of been the staple like people love the prime series and again that's retro uh this is mercury steam the guys that did the castlevania game of all games like the 3d castlevania news and it's just it's they they know sci-fi they know how to write a fantasy game and after i was it samus returns for the 3ds. Uh, mm-hmm. It was pretty clear that these guys have a good handle on on how to do a 2D Metroid. But um, the the original
2: creator was heading this, wasn't he? I'm sorry was, was was he not? Was the original the guy who the Japanese guy who did this? Yeah,
1: uh, I forget Sakamoto. Yoshiro's, Sakamoto, yeah, yeah. He he, he, he's, he was he's involved. Was he of, not? He he's he's making he's making the calls. But he is more or less like what Eiji Onuma or Miyamoto is to Zelda, right? So he is calling the shots, but at the end of the day, it's this studio that's like coming up with ways to make this game more engaging. Um, Sakamoto, Team Ninja actually blamed Sakamoto for Metroid Other M, because when people complained at the depiction of Samus sakamoto was head you know dead in the center saying like no he wanted a more human samus and Mm -hmm. the story with adam malkovich is important and blah 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 and that element has to carry over you know this game does acknowledge that metroidos that other m happens but the way they handle it is so beautiful it's like yeah it happened but forget about it (laughs) let's move on (laughs) uh even like how Adam Malkovich is, is sort of like uh, spoilers, but by the end of fusion, you sort of realize he's an AI and he's in Samus's ship. So he's Samus's ship AI. Uh, the voice they give him when you enter each like sort of control room and how that conversation goes through and your mission objectives, everything about it is so eerie. It's so creepy. Um, and Metroid a good Metroid game is a game that makes you feel isolated makes you feel a little uncomfortable uh, but at the same time you're excited because you want to explore you want to fight you want to figure out how to escape or solve or defeat like wicked bosses like crate over here um, and it delivers man uh, i'm I'm shocked um, if you want to see a disparity between industry journalists and gamers this is the game this and doom eternal are two games that show how disconnected uh, most journalists are where they're not good at these games i mean i
2: thought that cuphead thing would have been the one to to uh make that uh, make that well known do you guys know about that the cuphead thing
1: no no tell me no, let's go into it yeah sure. what was this Some,
2: somebody from IGN I don't know one of these like <laughs> of course it was you I know did. these of course. these celebrity I don't know there's celebrity uh reviewers now I guess um they they were mocked because in the tutorial did you guys ever play Cuphead
1: oh they they couldn't do the jump
2: they couldn't the do double the double jump they, of the tutorial yeah, yeah, the I double jump that. dash they couldn't do it mm-hmm. And I'm aware of this. It's the most intuitive thing ever. Like, I was playing it the first time, and I wasn't even thinking. I was like, oh, jump up there. Okay. But then I watched the video. It's like a parody. I was like, there's no way this could be real. He had to have done this for the joke points. But then he, like, was on Twitter defending himself. Like, I played games. You don't realize, man. Games. We played so
1: many games. And it's so exhausting. I had an Atari us. when it first <laughs> yeah. came out. Yeah. <laughs> and you know that's the thing like i'm not gonna come out as the biggest doom eternal player i i deeply enjoy that game but there's a huge difference between when they announced the dlc one and there's footage of the ign reviewer fighting like a, a titan or the cyber demon version and he's just like aiming his rocket launcher so it's like one blast at a time whereas the way i took him down wasn't like a pc player because i played it on ps4 but it was, I was like, dude, come on. I was jumping around, shooting with different guns, swapping. And I feel like some of these mechanics are lost because um, sometimes a game will introduce a mechanic that's in there. They talk about it, but it's there for specifically skilled players. And I feel like Metroid immediately turned off a lot of people because the Shine Spark is this move you're seeing right now where you're sort of like, build up a speed burst, build that speed burst, save it. And then you can like just dash through walls and, and break stuff. But it's never overtly, you don't get a tutorial. You don't get anything like that. And I, you know what, to, to go to your point, Tony, I, I, the best review of this game, somebody who didn't like it and I respected him was XPlay Adam Sessler. And he brought on somebody who loved Adam this Sessler. <laughs> it was, yeah. I love that guy. I mean, even if I don't agree with him, he's, he's a balanced guy. And he hated Metroid Dread, but he b- brought on the Completionist. And the Completionist was just like raving about it. And Sessler admitted, he's like, you know, I, I just couldn't get into it. It's a complicated game. Have we lost Nats? Internet problems <laughs>
2: They don't. They don't want us. They don't want us finishing this today. Well, Whatever it, almost it time is. Time
1: for your thing too, right? Yeah. So we'll wrap it up. Well, I was going to say, let's wait.
2: Wait a second.
1: We can wrap it up this way. So long, Nat. Get, Get out of here, Nat.
2: You, yeah, motherfucker, you. <laughs>
1: <Get> <laughs> Go make your good. pasta now, you. <laughs>
2: I didn't even I didn't even realize G4 was uh, relaunched.
1: Oh, they relaunched this, the, this year, this year, right?
2: Because he was like off the thing for a while. Oh, yeah, he he was. That's why I was confused when you said Adam Sessler. I was like, what?
1: I, I like him, like man. He's he's so he hated this. And oh, he,
2: X-Play. Yeah, yeah. It's weird that they shut down given like how popular games are now. It's like weird that they will. I guess that's why they're back. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Just continue.
1: No, that, that's my game of the year. Uh, I feel like very little. Uh, you want a true gamers game. You want a game that'll, you can burn through like at least 10 hours at the minimum, eight to 10 at the most. I I played it for 18 hours. Uh, I, I unlocked almost all of the secrets. Uh, I'm going to do another playthrough on on hard mode. It's a great game. You want a real gamer's game. This is that game. And it it'll, you have to just invest. You have to invest into the controls. You have to invest into this world. And it challenges you for once. Uh, I'm sort of amazed that we live in an in- industry right now where people can, can applaud Dark Souls type game souls. Uh Soulsborne games are really like the ultimate challenge. Um and I don't have the patience for those games. I really don't. I have a patience for games like Ninja Gaiden. And this is the type of game I, I, I enjoy the most. Uh, it's challenging, it's provocative. Um, there's a little there's a lot of puzzle elements, there's a lot of map navigation, backtracking, uh, a lot of difficult fights and in a way it's very similar to the soulsborne games but in another way it requires a little bit more precision and you have to be really quick on your on your reflexes um yeah i'm sort of surprised that people aren't jumping on this as much as they would a souls game uh it's not an I mean, easy it's, game to it's
2: because it's you know it's 2d it's it's metroid yeah. it's nintendo i mean there's a a ton of reasons i think right uh mostly i think cuz it's 2d at the end of the day and it's going to have that stigma against it uh what i wanted to ask you before we we uh, wrapped up was you know this is this looks to be a good example of you know if companies put the money into 2d games yeah something good comes out of it um do you see more companies doing this down down the road cuz i feel like Maybe a negative stigma this game might have gotten is, oh, you know, we were joking around the flash game comment and all that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Because when you see a game like this, like a really high quality two D game, you yeah, immediately yeah. think of an indie game because they're the only yeah, yeah, ones yeah. doing this now. Yeah, um, is this is two D back on the menu for?
1: the I think bigger it, I studios? think it should be. I think it should be because uh, I'm amazed that games like Hollow Light, Hollow Night don't evoke such stronger disdain everybody is applauding that all are applauds um yacht club games uh shovel night and stuff and those games you're right are budget like a little cheaper they're in from indie developers you got a triple a studio working with a 3d engine smooth as butter it makes you believe like It could be a 2D, you know, pixel or flash game, but it's just, man, the smoothness, the motion, seeing the visuals and the camera pan in and out, it's something different. It's really uh, an evolution of what you would see in a Metroidvania. And that's the thing, like that genre wouldn't be nothing. It would be nothing without Metroid games and Castlevania games. How do you move it forward? Uh, and I think they do very careful small things, dynamic camera, having those controls nailed down, just small, small, small tweaks to just push it just a bit forward. I hope this is the future. I hope we see a lot of two D games. I hope we get to see another stellar Donkey Kong Country game in two D.
2: Yeah, I mean that's what I think. I guess yeah, I think Nintendo's really the only ones that are doing it. Um, I guess when I was talking about more studios I mean outside of Nintendo I mean yeah they do Donkey Kong right, right. I mean they don't do it directly but it's done by who Retro Studios I think does yes. it and you know it's like the Mario games I know people say oh what a rehash blah 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 but I think you know if they they really put the effort into it I mean even Mario games could be those 2D Mario games could be done really well. They're
1: pretty challenging. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I see. I see definitely a yeah. future for stuff like Sonic games coming back to the 2D background. Even like something that's been absent, Rayman Legends and stuff. Like Rayman was yeah. a 2D game. That's yeah, true, right? Yeah, that mm-hmm. Oh, weird. There you go. There you. Well, they granted uh,
0: the first uh, the first Rayman game I played was 2D was 3D. That was Rayman 2, The Great yeah, Escape. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Rainbow was good. I mean, it's testament to like two D games that the games of the year that we've picked are all two D. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But... yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's a good point. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It's like you know, it's it just gives you like proof that people actually enjoy two D games. And people are still willing to invest time in two D games, and like if you make it look good, you know, people will come. You know, and if you make it into a good game, it doesn't and I mean, really what a nice. good
1: game! Some of the lighting in this game, some mm. of the backgrounds, everything is carefully modeled in three D. Uh, dare I say, it has one of the, some of the best sound design
0: uh, of the yeah. year. That's it's nuts. Like, yeah, you just you, you feel like. Dread at every room. That you <laughs> yeah, yeah, except the, except the save rooms. Then you feel nice. Yeah, that those
1: feel great.
0: Yeah, that's that's how you're supposed to feel. Yeah, so it's like, like Resident Evil. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah so
1: yeah, yeah. You Any you the typewriter right? room. Yeah,
0: the yeah, typewriter no, no, room. It's yeah, the
1: same. It's like you hear like an ominous hum. You're like, all right, I'm going to save room. This is gonna be great. <laughs> uh, and it's just, it's yeah. I mean, it's Tony was asking like, does it do enough? And I think it does enough to sort of move forward. There's, uh, there's game-breaking parameters put in place. So if you find yourself getting extra skills before a certain boss fight, you could take it out in unique ways. Uh, so they're counting on people to find ways to break the game. And they have already implemented such features. I found out of a later boss fight that you can like completely bypass by doing a special move. And I didn't. I went down the hard route. Uh, so a game like that, um, replayability is, is needed. And man, I really want to see more 2D, like really refined, controlled games uh, out. Uh, Metroid did it. I mean, um, remember there was a Another game by uh Cliff Lazinsky and it was like a two D game. I forget, but it was like a Metroidvania type of game. It was on Xbox three sixty, I think. Ah, I forget. I can't remember for the life of me. I'm not sure. Um it was like an action game. It was like a guy trying to rescue his girlfriend, but it was like all 2D. Oh <laughs> you talking about is it uh refer- is it not trying to before? rescue his girlfriend to lose? Not Meat Boy, but but you know Meat Boy is a great example to jump off of. That's another game, and who says that game has to look a certain way? Like, Nintendo yeah. this like,
0: yeah, like sorry to cut you off, no, but no, like even like no, Top no, no, Head, go. like they've heavily leaned into 2D. And yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. it looks really, really, really good. Like,
1: and that art yeah. style, man. Yeah, Top yeah. is and just like on another level. Yeah, yeah. So. You know, yeah, uh Nintendo said, okay, we're gonna do 2D, but we're gonna fucking we're gonna paint we're this gonna do really it. Nice. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna go 3 really nice. Yes. Sixty frames per second. <laughs> You're gonna see like four or five layers of background. Um mm. stuff in the background is gonna affect your gameplay. And lo and behold, I love it.
0: Yeah. Imagine I can just imagine this on the OLED. Like that would just look
1: oh my god, amazing. forget yeah. about it.
0: Yeah forget about Delicious, it yeah. um i can't get an oled because it would dwarf my real tv so i just never be able to play a duck
1: anymore well it's
2: it's dude it's available man it's it's in stock for like actual msrp so
1: yeah it's in stock now i saw it uh but yeah so so uh, saw it
2: at my local shop
1: yeah it was there yeah so there you have it uh Three game of the years, and that you said it. All three of them were 2D games.
2: That's a good point. I didn't even think about that, but yeah, mm. it's good stuff. It's uh, spanning the generations, one might say. Right. For sure. I was gonna tie into my videos because I just posted Sonic
0: Generations. So, uh, yeah, Tony, just uh, obligatory uh, plug. Yeah, it's Tony. It's
1: Tony plug time. brought to you by rising sun retro rising sun retro the hottest retro
2: news from japan we do everything but retro games it's hot
1: (laughs) well i mean um i'm gonna ask our audience to look forward to um our game of the year video uh maybe we could mash in stuff that we both liked that we wanted to give honorable mentions to off uh, soft top of your head i guess we could call it after that two games that that sit on my highly mentioned list uh, Crisis remastered trilogy i absolutely loved it it was one of the best uh i've still not even done crisis three i just went through one and two uh but man those games are beautiful uh remastered beautiful on ps4 and if you have a ps5 which uh, none of us do they get even better. Uh, and then Skyward Sword. I enjoyed the crap out of that game. As did I, uh, yeah. Right. So any other honorable mentions amongst you, gentlemen? No,
2: I really haven't been playing anything but but Sonic games. So <laughs> yeah, no, I mean Heroes
0: gets an honorable mention. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, here,
2: it's it's definitely not getting an honorable mention. Um <laughs> I don't know. That's a tough one. Can't can't take this dishonor. Yeah. Right. No, I mean, no, honestly, I'd give it to Sonic Labyrinth, actually. That game was uh that was a hidden gem, one might say. It's, definitely <laughs> not a game of the, it's not a game of the year, but it was a lot better than I thought it was gonna be. Um yeah, I didn't really play much else. I did Resident Evil 2, but I've already played that before. That game's great. The original Resident Evil
1: 2. I that is, tell the, oh not the remaster, right?
2: no the original 1998 oh, original?
1: that's still good man it has the, oh, the, nice re- the
2: remaster is amazing too but the, the original is it's amazing how they took the formula of the first game and just improved on it in every way it's like one of the first games i ever played where i was like wow this is like clearly better than the game i just played
1: and
0: it's that good yeah, I Matt. really want to do the remaster. Um, but uh, going on to like some games that I also liked this year, I really liked. Um, I actually went and played uh, Bioshock, the first
1: Bioshock game. Oh, and that was how pretentious of you. <laughs> just that's how you Bioshock. Out, that's how first Mr. shooter should be. Better <laughs> go on. None of none on, those on, Doom listen. crap.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doom crap. But, <laughs> and on that note, folks, we're gonna hit the end of the podcast here.
0: But yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah I anyway. liked uh I like Bioshock. It was like it was like full lap but really trimmed down in like a nice way. Yeah. So like um it's like a bit linear, but
2: in a uh, nice way. How dare you?
0: <sighs> no, it's like trimmed down, like you you don't expect fallout to be trimmed down, but like it's trimmed down if it was going to be trimmed down, this would be the best possible way to do it. Right. So like, mm. um, it has like a compelling story and like, you just, you have your core guns that you use and you upgrade and you just stick with them and you got to find a way out of like situations, just using what you have. And yeah, it's just, it's just fairly solid. Yeah. It's just, I really nice. liked it. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. Bioshock want to call game. it Nats yeah sure uh, so thank you guys all for coming um, and that was our
2: this was our game of the year podcast and honorable Yay. That.
0: that
2: was it yeah we had a lot of technical difficulties but we appreciate you uh, sticking around to the end yeah but
1: who doesn't these days with all our modern technology and products In today's <laughs> modern world it just doesn't seem relevant yeah <laughs> <laughs> with that uh nat send us off then
0: thank you guys so much for coming and uh listening slash watching another episode of gpx the podcast um i've been nat
1: i've been nasan
2: and i have been cutting happen. off <laughs> <laughs> three podcasts in a row i've been cutting them all <laughs> that's good and that's i've good. been and i've been tony
0: and uh, yeah, that's uh, that's it from us. Thank you guys so much.
2: See
1: you guys later. Take care. All right.